Your greatest moment in life, defining moment in life, is before you. You are, you are not finished. You're not finished. You just begun. It's not over until God says it's over. So don't be lukewarm, double-minded, and looking back. Get all excited because everything is, everything is on time. Everything is on time. You hear me? Everything is on time. He will make all things work for the good of them that love God. He will turn your ashes of a failure, of a disappointment, of a disillusionment, and turn it into something beautiful. Something beautiful. I said, He's going to give you beauty for ashes. So we, we are just so blessed. There is nothing to, to, to be anxious about. You just walk in the Spirit and you do it all right. Robert Mawiri called as a last day's prophet. My name's Andy Wallace and I'm here with this Dr. Robert Mawiri, this man called as a last day's prophet, our pastor, mentor, last day's prophet. Greet the people and open us in prayer, Dr. Mawiri. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for watching. I believe that God's going to speak to you. He's going to encourage you and strengthen you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone that's listening, that you will speak to them. Thank you. And that they will be edified and strengthened because you are a miracle-working God. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for all that you've done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Good to be back in the studio with you. Yes. I missed you last yes. week, but it's good to be back. But well, we had some incredible stuff on the last days of that red heifer. If you didn't see that, y'all need to go back and watch that. Uh, God is moving. God is an on-time perfect God. Hey, Dr. Mori, parts one through five of this, we've established that your family lineage goes back to King Solomon. In the last time we were together in part five, you told us about Apostle John G. Lake. And we ended by you telling us that John G. Lake had promised your father that he was going to send missionaries like him to Rhodesia. Are these the missionaries, this is the first question for you, are these the missionaries that prophesied over your mother while you were in her womb about you were to be given the name Robert? These are the servants of the Most High God. They were sent by God, by John G. Lake, to my father to start a new mission. And my father called it the Faro Mission. Mm -hmm. And you can Google Faro Mission. It now has a membership of 2 million people. Uh, God's using it. It's amazing the anointing, the lasting anointing, the abiding anointing. What happens when we allow the Lord to use us? So these missionaries came and uh, they found a place to build the first mission station and began to preach to the natives the gospel of Jesus Christ and of course my dad was the interpreter uh, he was the chef for the missionaries uh, he, he was doing all kinds of things to really make this mission work so he uh, he had all the people in the in the area to come come in here come and see 
God's moving again. Mm. The miracles that we read in the Bible are happening Hallelujah. again today. So people get excited and they started coming and suddenly a, a group of these missionaries uh, started prophesying over my mom to say you will have a, a male baby mm. and his name will be Robert and you will go to the nations and preach the gospel. You will be a herald of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. You'll be a messenger to call the people of God to repentance and to preparation for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that was a, a public meeting. And all the people thought, my, wow, wow. That was a wow moment. Mm -hmm. And indeed, it was a wow moment. So these missionaries actually prophesied that you would be a male child and they were to give you the name Robert. They would call me Robert, yes. How, how do you feel about that? I mean, what's your, what's your thoughts? Now that it all is fulfilled, what were your thoughts about that? I think before I talk about my thoughts, what were the thoughts of the people mm. that heard these missionaries saying it publicly in front of hundreds of people? Well, what the missionaries did not know is that their mission was going to be terminated if I was not born a, a male baby. Oh, wow. Because they said, how does this missionary know it's going to be a boy? What if she's a girl? Then we know these missionaries are false. Oh. They are not of God. And we will shut down this mission, burn up the place, send them back to America. So it became a crisis, a national crisis, mm. because of what they'd said. They didn't know that, but everybody was waiting to see whether my mom will have a male baby. And if it's a male baby, they say, we'll all give up our witchcraft, okay. our traditional religions, and we will follow Jesus. So they waited <laughs> until I was born. Mm. and. There was a male baby. They named me Robert. They knew that I would go to the nations and prepare the nations for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The whole mission got excited, and tens of thousands of people came to the knowledge of Thank Jesus Christ you, Jesus. because of it. Amen, In other amen. words, God caused this prophecy for a purpose. Yes. And the purpose was to show the native people mm -hmm the indigenous people, mm -hmm. that God still speaks. Yes. That miracles of biblical proportion still happen. They had not seen that. Mm -hmm. They'd seen missionaries, they'd mm -hmm. seen all the preachers, mm. but they'd not seen the supernatural. Yes, so this sir. was God's way of establishing Hallelujah. the mission. And upon that foundation, the mission today has two million Two members. million still going on today. Right now, expanding Hallelujah. throughout the whole continent. Hallelujah. This is what God does when he moves in a supernatural way. Mm. That's why, first of all, it was going to destroy the church mm -hmm. or the mission mm -hmm. and uh, throughout the missionaries. Mm. And when God intervened and I was born a male baby and they called me Robert, every, everybody embraced Jesus. Hallelujah. So I thank God. Because God doesn't do things for nothing. That's right. There's always a purpose. Mm -hmm. So the purpose of my calling mm -hmm. was to lead the people in the whole region 
to the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. So they will know that our God reigns and our God answers and mm. our God speaks. Mm. And that's why it's very exciting for me. Now you asked me another question. You said, what, um, what did I think mm -hmm. personally? Mm -hmm. Well, personally, I thought it was, uh, that was cool. That was great. My name, it's an American name, Robert. God says, I'm going to be a preacher. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be a prophet. I'm going to the nations. That sounds like um, a lot of fun. <laughs> now, until I was in high school, and the teacher would go around and ask, what are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to be when you mm -hmm. grow up? And I say, I'll be a preacher. And every kid will laugh and mm. roll to the floor mm. because preachers were straggling nothing. Yes. They speak to women and children. Mm. They are failures in life. It's like you're going to be a nobody mm. and you're choosing to be a nobody. Mm. And that really began to bother me. Yes, sir. That God had preordained that I would become a struggling nothing and nobody mm. speak to women and children. Really? Mm. I thought, why would God be so mean, so ugly to do that to me? Mm -hmm. So I, I just began to resent that whole thing. Yes, sir. That God hated me and God cursed me. Mm. To be a struggling nothing. Mm. So for that, I just, you know, really began to listen to all these uh, uh, communist, uh, Marxist ideologies. That there is no God. Because if there is a God, he is against me. Mm -hmm. So I don't need him. And furthermore, I come from a royal family of Monomotapa. Mm -hmm. My family has abdicated, abandoned the kingdom to be struggling nothings for Jesus. And I'm supposed to follow my dad and my mom into being a struggling nothing. And I'm like, I could restore the kingdom. I could be the new Monomotapa, the king. I could go after restoration of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. If I just abandon this Jesus thing, because Jesus is not for me. Mm -hmm. He is against me. Yeah. He wants me to speak to women and children. He doesn't care for me. So why should I be involved with him? These, are, these other ideologies show me that religion is the opium of the people. It's here to blind the eyes of the people. And I began to an analyze the situation, that the, the, the blacks lived in poverty. Mm -hmm. And the people that brought the Bible lived in luxury. And they didn't go to church, but they lived in luxury. So it's like, this must be a white man's religion. Wow. And uh, the, God blesses white people, and their God is against black people. They live in, in little huts. They live, uh, they, they're nothing. They live in the dirt. And those people that are supposed to have brought the, the message of Jesus, all these whites in this country, they don't go to church. They're just business people. They're mm -hmm. into money. Mm -hmm. And only the poor blacks are going to church and thinking there is a heaven. Then, I, then when the communists said to me, that's the problem. We have been told to, to close our eyes and pray. While we close our eyes, they gave us the Bible and they took the land. So the problem is give them back their Bible 
and take back the land. So it became something that began to dominate my thinking, define my new me, mm -hmm. away from the Rufaro mission, prophetic word, prophetic destiny. It was like, I want nothing to do with that because that means I'm going to be leading my people into greater poverty. I don't want to do that. I want to change the things around, restore the Monomotapa kingdom, the Chulumanzu, the king, mm. the royal king. And my dad would say, no, my son, now we have the kingdom, an eternal kingdom. Mm -hmm. We are more blessed than we could ever be with the coming of the missionaries and the white people to bring us the Bible. Why do you worry about the land? Jesus coming back and there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth and we will rule and reign together with Christ. So why are you caught up in the temporary, you know, it's not going to satisfy anybody because we all die. And mm. the best thing you can do is to prepare people for eternal life. And I'm like, Dad, no, mm. it's not right. We got to prepare them for this life. And furthermore, that missionary and that prophecy, it was sheer luck that I was born a boy. Mm. It was coincidence mm -hmm. that I was born a boy. Mm -hmm. It was not that the God in heaven spoke. They said it to deceive the people, and that's why I know it's a lie. And that brought the, the crisis of expectation and really a complete disillusionment. I just want to say to those of you watching, share this. The, 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 what Dr. Moiri is saying to you is he, he didn't go from the day of his birth until today and everything and be this man of God during this whole time. He questioned it back then as many of you have questioned it. So understand it's okay to question it. Now my next point or my next question is what changed? What changed? When did you understand that that was the enemy giving you lies from the pit of hell and that you were really called. What changed? <coughs> That's all right. Yeah. Mm. What really changed? You know, I started speaking to the youth about the Bible is a problem. We lost the land. We lost everything. We lost the gold. We lost the everything because we believe the Bible, we are now heavenly minded and earthly no good. So it's time to give up on the Bible. And furthermore, the Bible, this was my little speech, the Bible is riddled with mistakes. Hmm. I went to Sunday school nine months before I was born. <laughs> I grew up in church. Mm -hmm. And that Bible is a white man's book. They created the, the, the book Bible to come and deceive us, and there are so many contradictions in it, inconsistencies in it, discrepancies in it. So if there is a God, an all-knowing God, he wouldn't make mistakes, and because the Bible is full of mistakes, why would you believe it? If there is a God who is eternal, who knows everything, he can make a mistake. Mm. i just given this little speech And a young man said to me, hey, Robert, 
Do you have a list of all the contradictions and, and uh, inconsistencies? Contradictions in the Bible? Could you give me a list of them so I can see them? Well, nobody had ever challenged me because mm -hmm. now, now I have a big ego. <laughs> I'm Mr. I know everything. My mm -hmm. parents are wrong. They are the enemy of the people. It's all bad. And uh, I decided I'll read the Bible. And I'll write all the mistakes, the contradictions, the errors that are in Scripture. I started reading from Genesis, just reading through the Bible, because I have to go back and prove to that young man that I was right mm -hmm. and the Bible was wrong. Mm -hmm. And the Bible is the white man's book. It was um, reading John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John chapter 1, verse 12. As many as believed in him, to them gave it power Hallelujah. to become the sons of God. Well, I was obsessed with power. Mm. And here the Bible says, I can receive power mm -hmm. when I receive Jesus Christ into my life. And I remember vividly kneeling and asking Jesus to come into my heart to forgive my sins. Wow. To write my name in the book of life. And a peace came upon me. Thank you, Father. And a joy came into my spirit. Light shone deep into the recess of my being. I never felt so good. Mm. I never felt such a presence of God. And you know why? Because at the mission, back at the mission, Rufaro mission, my parents, the missionaries, they were all fasting and praying for me. Wow. Because they knew I'd lost the call. Mm. I lost my mm. destiny. Mm. I sold my birthright. Mm. So they were fasting and praying. Thank you, God, Jesus. speak to Robert. Mm. Turn him around. Bring him back. Fulfill your word. Mm. Because what will the world say that heard that he was going to be uh, an entire prophet? Now he is a prophet for prophets. Mm -hmm. he, he is not into Jesus. Amen. And he is into politics, into materialism, into communism, into, into, into ungodly humanism. You know, God do something and God answers prayer. Yes, he does. Hallelujah. He answered their prayer yes, and does. I was gloriously born again. born again. Hallelujah. By the Lord Jesus himself coming to my heart, changing me and transforming me. Mm. And the joy of the Lord filled me. And I knew that Jesus was real. Robert, I'm reminded of Ephesians 2.10. that says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand for you to those who walk in it. You know, this, this scripture here that you just said, we are His workmanship, mm -hmm. created unto good works, yes, preordained by God preordained. from the foundation of the world. It's not only me, mm -hmm. because everyone, every human being on the earth, listen to me, every human being on the earth has been Preordained. God amen has put a, a destiny, a purpose, a mission, an assignment for you. And your name <laughs> was written in the book of, mm -hmm. of the book in heaven. Mm -hmm. Every person born on the earth, they are in God's book. Actually, they're in the book of life. Everyone is in the book of life. 
You say, well, why would people go to hell? Their names are blotted, blotted out. out. They're blotted out. Mm -hmm. So everybody is born to walk with God, mm -hmm. born to, to spend an eternity with God, and if they choose not to go with God, then their names are blotted out, Amen. and God has a destiny where His workmanship, everybody, God has got mm. a work. Everyone is God's workmanship created unto good works that God preordained. And the name that your mother gives you was already written in heaven Amen. before you were born. God does not wait for you to be born to find out what your mother calls you. Mm. He already has that name in heaven, mm. exact name. And your mom and dad gave you the name that is in heaven. That's how cool, how great, how awesome, <laughs> how wonderful our God is. We are all his workmanship together. Yes. We're all his workmanship created unto good works mm -hmm. that God preordained and God intervenes in our lives, breaks through and transforms us, meets us at our point of need and shows us that Jesus <laughs> is the Savior. Amen. That Jesus loves us. That Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. That mm. there is no other name. There is no other way except Jesus Christ. It's not in politics. It's mm. not in ungodly humanism mm. and, and communism and materialism it is in the person of jesus christ amen i came to that knowledge experientially nobody persuaded me mm -hmm. the lord intervened and he changed me and he said i was his workmanship created unto good works that god preordained amen and i came home this question came in how old were you whenever this happened at this time i was 19. okay all right Late teenager, 19. Yeah. All right. Now, here, here, here is something that I, we might want to just at this point deal with the issue because people are listening and they're saying, blessed are you. We're not as blessed as you. Mm. Our name was not given before we were born. Maybe we don't have a divine assignment. We don't know whether there is a place for us in the divine economy. Let us establish what God says in his word. Yes, and yes. Let's look at, um, let look at um, Psalm 139, uh, verse 14, mm -hmm. and let's look at Ephesians 4, 11. Okay. So first Psalm 139, 14, it says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. That's Talk about it. that while I go to that, the next that, scripture. That, that, that's, that, here, every one of you, Everyone. you are wonderfully made in the image of God to live a holy life and spend an eternity with God. God loves you. God has made you the object of his love and he wants you in the kingdom. He has invited you to come. He has defeated the devil. The devil has no power, no authority, no dominion over you. He just wants you to come as you are and he will cleanse you. He will fill you. He will guide you. That mm. is for everybody. I was chosen, I was called, you are chosen, amen, you are amen. called. It's what you do with the call of God upon you. Okay. Some people accept the invitation to the royal party. Mm -hmm. Some reject That's the right. invitation to the royal party. Mm. Okay, I want to read Ephesians 4.11 because this is part of the call that God had on your life. Ephesians 4.11 says, It was He who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors, and some to be teachers. You were called as a last day's prophet. You said that you questioned that prophecy 
But I've heard you say before that you received a confirmation to that prophecy. Tell, tell about that. And what exactly did you ask for for this confirmation of the prophecy that you would be a last day's prophet? Well, <coughs> excuse me. Well, I, um, I went back to God. And I said, God, I'm going to write you a letter. I love you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. But this one thing I'm not going to do is become a struggling nothing for Jesus. I'm going to be uh, serving you in the secular world. I'm going to be an influence in the secular world. I'm not going to be an influence through preaching, teaching, through being a prophet. I'm not going to do what those missionaries said. But I do know that you love me, you died for me, and you saved me. Now, here's what I am going to do. If you want me to fulfill the prophecy that was given before I was born, this is the way I will know that it is you. I want you to send somebody, not from this country, because mm -hmm. those in this country, they know me. Mm -hmm. That's the man that was prophesied that he will be a, a prophet to the nations and God's going to use him before Jesus comes back. So everybody talks about it, knows about it. So I don't want anybody who has heard my name to tell me that that's what God wants me to do. I want you to send a man from another country. We have never heard my name. Tell him about those missionaries. Tell him about what they prophesied. If you send him and he calls me out and he tells me everything those missionaries said, when they said it, then I will do what you told me. But if you don't send somebody from another country, then on the day of judgment, here is the reason why I didn't do it. Mm. So I said, you and me, this is a deal. Okay. I'm going to keep it here. When I die and you ask me, why didn't you go and do what I called you to do? I'll say, because you did not confirm what you told those missionaries. I wanted somebody now to tell me that that says the Lord and that it was true. Okay, so 1 Corinthians 14.33 says this, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all the churches of the saints. So That's there's right. nothing wrong with asking God, right. with saying, God, I need you to yeah. tell me. All right. I didn't want to live in confusion. Amen. Because God's not the author of confusion. You do exactly what we ask him. All right. So what happened? So three weeks later, Henry Potgita was a Dutchman from South Africa in southern Rhodesia in those days. As a matter of fact, he came... And he was preaching a crusade. And it was my brother Kingston in Washington. I said, Robert, there's a really neat guy. He's preaching. He's good. I said, nah, I don't believe those people. <laughs> they just, they failed uh, at high school. Mm. That's why they are preaching. These are, every missionary is a loser. They can't hold a job in the West. So what they do, they say, go to Africa, young men, and be a missionary. So I don't believe those types. I, you know, they're just idiots. They don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going there. 
And my brother said, no, Robert, go, come with me. And I said, okay, I'll come with you tomorrow night. So we went to the meeting, and there are hundreds and hundreds of people. Open air meeting, crusade. And he's standing on the podium. And the loudspeaker said, this, this guy was just amazing. He said, he looked up to heaven. He says, God, I thank you that the young man that you sent me to this country to speak to is in this meeting tonight. Mm. And I thank you. And I'm looking at him like, you are an idiot. Mm. We don't preach and pray. You preach, you finish, then you pray. Mm. You don't preach, you don't pray in the middle of your sermon. So I'm like, look at my brother. I'm looking at Kingston like, didn't I tell you? Mm -hmm. They are not sophisticated. They right. don't even know because I know how to preach. I, mm. went, I went to Sunday school <laughs> nine months before I was born. Uh -huh. I grew up in church. Yeah. Three points, introduction, body of your preaching, mm. and conclusion. Boom, boom, boom. That's mm. how you preach. So I'm like, look at that guy. I told you he was an idiot. And I'm telling my brother that. And he said, the man you sent me for is Robert Mawiri. Uh it's coming over there. And I listened. I thought, no, I didn't hear my name. <laughs> and he said it again, Robert Mawiri. And my brother looked at me. And I'm like, whoa, no. Uh -oh. God's going to strike me dead uh -oh. because I'm here criticizing the guy. Oh. I'm thinking, you're an idiot. You failed high school. That's why you're here. Get out of here. Mm -hmm. And he calls my name, and I didn't go. He said, come up here. Robert Mawira, you're here over there. He's pointing right exactly where I was. Come up here. And this man knew you, didn't know you from Adam. He did not just know arrived you. in the country. Hallelujah. He knew nobody. He arrived that afternoon. He was preaching that evening. Messenger of God. Stand by God. And he calls my name. And I began to shake like a leaf. <laughs> I'm like, God wants to just knock me down. I'm going to be dead. Mm -hmm. Because I criticized the servant of God. And he kept calling me. And my brother said, go. I said, no, come with me. <laughs> For the first time, I wanted another man Kingston, come, to, come. To, to stand with me. So Kingston goes up with me to stand in front of these hundreds and hundreds of people, these multitudes, as far as your eye can see, thousands of people. And he says, come up to the stage. And my brother and I stood up at the stage. He said, God sent me because before you were born, at Rufaro Mission, the missionary said, you will be a messenger Hallelujah. to the nations of the world and preach the gospel. Mm, and you, you wrote to God and say, God, I won't go until Ooh. you send a man to tell me. And I am the man sent by God to tell you that you must go to the nations and prophesy to them. That's why he sent me here. Glory be he said, now, if you don't believe me, don't tell me where your house is. After this meeting, I'm going to lead you to your house, and I'm going to lead you to where you wrote that, and I'll show you that what you wrote. And I'm like, okay, 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 all right, all right, I, I, I agree. I, I fall on my knees. I said, for, pray for me. I sinned against God Amen. because I was like Jonah. Mm, I was trying to run mm, away. Mm, mm. And that was a turning point in my life. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for Henry Potikita, a man sent by God, a man anointed by God. A man who listened to God. Mm. He came because God sent him.
Just like the Bible says, there was a man sent by God, and his name was John. Amen. This was a man sent by God with a clear message that changed my life. Thank you, Lord. Let me tell you what happened after that. Okay. He said, God has called you to heal the sick, cast out devils, raise the dead. You're an apostle. You're a prophet. You're an evangelist. You will go to the nations of the world, and you will preach the gospel. I, uh, I went home. I said, God, I'm a sinful man. I don't know what to do. I don't have the training. Mm. I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to heal. I don't know how to prophesy. I'm but ordinary. I don't mm. feel the power. You know, there was a guy called Oral Roberts. He felt the power of God. He healed the sick and mm -hmm. he was doing miracles. As a matter of fact, my, 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 my cousin had a cancer eating out his whole side. And when Oral Roberts came to Rhodesia, he lifted up his hand and they took him to the meeting and he was healed instantly. And there were little bones coming out that dried up the rest of his life. Thank you, Jesus. That showed the power Hallelujah. that was in Oral Roberts. Amen. In my own family, I saw it. Mm -hmm. And I said, God, I'm not Oral Roberts. Mm -hmm. I, I can't heal nobody. I, I need the power like Oral Roberts so that I can go to the nations. Mm -hmm. And unbeknown to me, my crazy brother Kingston, he decided, okay, it's time for you to go preach. I've heard this. So this he goes out, rents the, mm -hmm. the, the biggest mm -hmm. community hall. Mm -hmm. He hires a... <laughs> A, a, a choir to come and sing and the song leaders and he prints the invitation he sends them all over and say bring the sick healing crusade healing crusade <laughs> Robert Mawiri is going to be healing the sick <sighs> and this went all over Rhodesia mm -hmm. to the furthest corners of Rhodesia <laughs> and people came on buses they were carried there, and the place was packed to capacity and overflowing. He didn't tell me <laughs> until the day came. He said, your first day to preach and to heal the sick is to, tomorrow night. You're going to go preach and cause the place was overflowing, and I stayed home. Mm -hmm. I was so scared. I couldn't go. I remember. We drove up, and I saw the, the police drive, uh, uh, directing traffic, and I said, is there another event? They said, no, there's only one event, your event. I said, Kingston, I'm not going. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going, because I, I don't have the power of all of us. I don't know how to heal the sick. Mm -hmm. I've never done a miracle. I said, well, this is the night. So I went home, and they kept singing and singing. And my brother begging me, dragging me, Robert, you got to go speak. I said, I don't know what to say. What am I going to say? How am I going to heal the sick? Mm -hmm. If you are called by God, you got to get some power inside of you. You got to feel the anointing. Mm -hmm. When you feel the anointing, then mm -hmm. you can stand up and you can heal the sick. Mm -hmm. I don't have the anointing. I don't have the power. By the way, how old are you now? Now I am 22. 22, three years out. Okay, keep yeah. going. So... I love this story. I've heard oh, it many man. times. Thank I, you, Jesus. I, I go up 
I remember <laughs> watching a T.L. Osborne preaching that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. So I got to the, to, to the stage and I looked and the place was overflowing, people outside and speakers. And when I got on the stage, I started preaching, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. If you're sick, he will, be, he will heal you. If you're blind, you receive sight because he is the same yesterday, today, Amen. and forever. He healed the sick, he's healing the sick. He changed lives, he's changing lives right now. Miracles gonna happen because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm. That means he's gonna do the same miracles that he did 2,000 years ago. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Mm. I just passing up and down on, on the podium and I start telling the people, today miracles gonna happen. And wow, at the end. Tell us about the woman with leprosy. Uh, <laughs> I said, now the time has come. Come and receive your healing. And I saw a group of people coming from this side on the right-hand side, like 20 to 30 people. They were carrying somebody. And the big man, the leader of the crane, the tribe, stood up in front of me and said, we, had the, we, we saw the invitation that you're healing the people today so I went out into the bush to pick up my niece that has had leprosy for over 20 years. Her, tongue, her fingers were gone. Her toenails were gone. Her lips were all eaten out with leprosy. What a terrible disease. I looked at her. I never seen a creature like that. Mm. And I said, what do you want me to do? He says, we went out to take her and bring her to be healed. Mm -hmm. And something inside of me says, God doesn't heal this kind of people. Mm. They're too far gone. It's too late. He's not here to heal them. I wish Jesus was alive. I wish Jesus was here. But this is Robert. I don't have the power. I don't know what I'm doing. This is my brother. He got me into all this. Mm. And... I prayed and nothing happened. And the big man just kept looking at me. You said mm -hmm. for us to bring the sick to be healed. I want my niece healed. I looked around to see whether I could run. Mm -hmm. There was no way to run. So I prayed the second prayer. The third prayer, I prayed the Pentecostal prayer. Mm -hmm. Loud. Mm -hmm. I prayed the Methodist prayer. Mm. The Anglican prayer. I mean, I prayed all kinds of prayer, and nothing happened. After the, the sixth time, because now people are getting excited. Mm. They were standing up. I'm about to have riots. They're about to beat me up. And I mean, because I've lied to the people. They've spent money to bring their sick from the bush to this night, to this night for healing, and nothing was happening. I love Africa. You can't lie to them. Amen. If you say this is going to happen, <laughs> it better happen. Amen. Amen. So they, they're closing in on me, and I'm realizing, standing up, that, man, I'm in trouble because they're going to beat me up. I'm going to be dead tonight. And, and by the way, you said you'd prayed six prayers. Yes. But you, I've heard this story many times. You now, hadn't put your hands on her yet because my, you said you were afraid the, you'd the, get leprosy. The, the sixth time. God started speaking. He was speaking from, to me from the very beginning. Mm. From the very beginning, he said to me, lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Mm. Lay hands, and I'm like, no, no, no. Mm. I'm young. Mm. I want to get married. Mm. I don't want to have leprosy. Mm. 
This is contagious. I can't do this. And second prayer, the same thing. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Third prayer, the same thing. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And I'm like, no, I'm not. You lay your hand, Jesus, mm -hmm. and you heal her and let her be all right with me. I'm not laying my hand mm -hmm. and get this leprosy and look like her. The fifth and the sixth time are the same voice. Lay hands on the sick. Thank you, Father. And they shall recover. On the seventh time, I extended my hand because there was no, nothing else I could do. And the moment I touched that woman's head, she screamed. Hallelujah. She's shouting. She said, look, look, look. Thank and you, I, I, I'm like, look, wait, what? She's trying to show me her brand new finger. Thank you, She's like, Jesus. look, my new finger. The eyes were all eaten out with leprosy. She said, I see you, I see you. And she started jumping up and down, and the whole place was filled with the presence of Thank God. You, Every Jesus. single person was healed Hallelujah. instantly. Healed instantly. Instantly. And I was healed of unbelief. Thank you, Jesus. God Thank you, Jesus. healed me that night mm. because of the faith of these people. Amen. I didn't have faith. Amen. I didn't expect a miracle to happen. Amen. They expected a miracle. But you were obedient I finally. I was obedient to do what he said. Mm. And when I was obedient, boom, it happened. He's showing me her toes that has grown up and everybody's dancing up and down. The whole place was turned upside down by the presence of God. That was my first preaching, my greatest miracle, my miracle night. Jesus confirmed his word with signs following. 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, Be ye followers of me, even as I am also of Christ. That's what you finally did. At 22 years of age, you finally did it. That was the, the turning point in my life. That was the day of the confirmation, of confirmation, the confirmation. Thank you, my friend. The mm. confirmation that Jesus Christ the same yesterday, mm. today, mm. Thank you, Daddy. and forever. Thank you, Father. That the miracles that happened with the apostles can happen today. That we can have answers to mm. our prayers if we take God at his word. Mm. And that those missionaries... That prophetic word was true. And that Henry Podukita praying over me mm -hmm. and saying, Now go, heal the sick, cast out devils, prophesy to the nations. That anointing came upon me, mm. released me to my destiny. Now, over 45 years, I've gone around the world. I've seen miracles, I've seen the dead raised here in Dallas. I've seen miracles of biblical proportions yes, because God's not a man to lie. Amen, amen. God is faithful. Mm. If you doubt, you go without. If you believe, you receive. Mm. I'm speaking to you right now because some of you have got financial issues. Mm. Some of you have got uh, uh, relational issues. Some of you just are full of just guilt mm. and shame and condemnation. Uh, you, you feel so alienated from God. Mm. I want you to know something. Thank you, Father. Your life can change. God can restore you. Thank you, Father. He'll give you beauty for ashes. Mm -hmm. A garment of praise for the spirit of happiness. He'll give you victory for defeat. He'll give you this, the celebration for depression. He'll give you, mm, a, you healing for, for, for sicknesses thank and diseases. He, he is the restorer of mm -hmm. the whole person, mm -hmm. spirit, soul, and body. He is not the God that lived 2,000 years ago. He is not the God of yesterday. He is the God of today. Amen. He is Amen. real today. Yes, he is 
making you come to listen to this message. He, he brought you to listen to this message. He caused you to listen to this message because he wants to tell you that there is a miracle for you. There is a change coming. There is, there is a divine intervention on your behalf and that God wants to do something beautiful because it's not a respectable person. They believed and they received a miracle. Now I believe and I receive miracles and I want you to believe in God that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Your miracle is, can happen right now. Mm. According to your faith, and it will be you. done unto you Amen. right now. Amen. Amen. Uh, wow. Uh, I, I, say, I say wow. Um, hmm. Father, we just thank you so much. We thank you that you have called Robert Mawiri as a last day's prophet for the nations, as a last day's prophet to raise up the remnant, as a last day's prophet to speak inerrant, infallible truth. We praise you for the calling on his life. Thank you for this time that we shared here today. Thank you that I pray that people will take this message and they will share it with families, friends, loved ones. Uh, it doesn't matter who they are. May they share this message of truth, this message of hope, this message of promise, these promises of God. May they share this, Father, and may they come to walk in the truth of knowing that you are the same yesterday and today and forever, that whoever believes in you, Jesus, will be saved. And that is my prayer for these people listening in Jesus' name. Robert, thank you. Thank you so much for this time up to this point. We're going to pick up next week, and we're going to talk about a little bit more on his calling to the nations. We're going to see where that goes. Um, for, for now, I'll do logistics in a minute, but I, I, I just want you to, to give a final thought and a final prayer for the people um, this is, this is the last Q&A that we'll do in 2021. Mm -hmm. Last Q&A we'll do in 2021. And I just want you to, uh, to, to pray for the people, whatever God would put on your heart for the people right now. I want to pray for you. I want this to be the end of the struggle that you've experienced in 2021. The, the, the suffering that you've endured, the pain that you've endured, the, the, the lack that you've endured. There is a way out. Mm. Jesus is the way out. You can look up and God will not fail you. Thank He'll come Jesus. through for you. If you don't know the Lord, mm. like I was mm. deceived by mm. materialism, intellectualism, all the, 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 the ideologies that are ungodly ideologies Thank trying God. to deceive me and, and mislead me. Mm. God in his grace, he brought me back. Thank you, Jesus. He'll bring you back. Yes, he will. He will forgive you. Mm -hmm. He will cleanse you. He will give you a new life, mm. a new hope, you, a new joy, and a new peace. He'll meet all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And life will never be the same again. Life has never been the same again since I met Jesus. Every day with Jesus is sweeter. It's sweeter. It's sweeter. It's sweeter than the day before. Thank you, Jesus. You'd say, Lord Jesus, 
I never received you as personal Savior. Pray this prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, I receive you as my personal Savior. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Write my name in the book of life. I thank you, Lord, from this day forth, lead me and guide me. You say, I'm a believer, but I'm backslidden. I need new strength. Father, pray with me. Father God, I rededicate my life to you. I know you chose me, but I've not been following you with all my heart, with all my strength. Today, I dedicate my life back to you. Take my life. Use me for your glory. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Let me be filled to overflowing. Let me know your heart. Let me know your will. Let me do your will by your Spirit, Father. Into your hands, I commit my future. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Wow. Powerful, powerful time, brothers and sisters. Powerful time, my brothers and sisters. As always, if you want in on the information that we're doing here at Good News World to be a part of all of this, you can go to this website on the bottom of your page now. Just type in your email address and we'll send you everything that we're doing. So we said this is our last Q&A before the end of the year. Many of you ask about how you can donate toward the ministry, toward Dr. No. Maury's Sunday services, no. toward our WRNO, toward these Q&As. You can do that in two ways. You can go to this website, click on the donate button, put in your credit card information, and whatever the Spirit would have you give, give and be a cheerful giver and God will bless you for your Jesus. giving. The second way is to write a check or money order or cashier's check to Good News World. You can mail those to the P.O. box that you see at the bottom of your screen. We praise you for whatever you would give, and we ask that you continue to lift up this ministry, lift up Dr. Mori, lift myself up in prayer. Pray for us. The prayers of the saints, the righteous prayers of the saints are powerful. Keep us lifted up in prayer. We look forward to seeing you next week as we're going to continue in this series. We're going to hear about what God, how he spoke to Dr. Mori to go to the nations, his call to the nations. We'll do that next week on our first Q&A in 2022. Until then, go in the peace and the promises of God in Jesus' name.